stuck in our homes But you're not alone Our seven feet and knees We'll shoot the breeze COVID-19 has you down Down So stay with us and hang around Until it all works out Hi, I'm Peggy. And I'm Dave. Hey, Dave. How are you? I'm good. How are you? It is Wednesday, my dude. I was wondering if you were going to remember that. If you didn't say it, I was going to come back with it. I remembered. It's It's been a very long Wednesday, but it is still Wednesday. Yes, it is. Did you have a good day today? I did. It was a very busy day, but it was... I, I, okay, so... No, it, I mean, it wasn't a bad day. <laughs> this is a compelling explanation. One, it's not one that I would be like, today was a great day. Today was a busy day. Today was an exhausting day. Today was a frustrating day. It was an aggravating day, but it's over. So, yay. Congrats. Thank you. <laughs> You've survived. I made it through the day. I made it through the day. So to be fair in, in the COVID era, you know, and this is we're obviously, you know, we used to do this once a week and now for however many months we've been doing right. it almost every day. And a good measure of success in this environment is getting through the day. Right. Because it's really freaking crazy when you it think is. about how we're all living right now. It, oh, it is. Zoom. I sent you the picture of Timmy on a Zoom class today. Yes, Just covered under a blanket. Covered under a blanket. He was eating a banana because he's not allowed to eat in class. So he figured that if he covered himself with a blanket, then he could eat his banana. That's good. He's preparing himself for when he gets older and sits in meetings and right. thinks that by putting the phone during the meeting, but putting it low under the right. table, maybe you'll have some sort of invisibility cloak where people won't realize you're typing on your phone in the middle of the meeting. <laughs> Exactly. He's just doing it with food at age, you know, six. Right. Right. Yeah. So, but yeah, he he uh, he was funny though. At during circle time today, the teacher wanted every student to say something that was funny that happened during the week, and Timmy just shook his head like that. She's like, "Oh, come on, Timmy!" And he he went like that. I'm like, "I think you should pass." I tried to not interrupt the class so I'm like I think you should pass on him and then afterwards he came up to me he's like Timmy didn't talk about the ball sack the one time he he actually had leverage to tell a funny story but he knew that's good brother got hit and he went down and Robbie Timmy thought it was the funniest thing ever and he did not tell his classmates about it so I think that's I think you're see kindergarten's working he's learning he he got a piece of gum so (laughs) That's very good. Congratulations. Yes. yes. So progress, progress. You, you must be very proud. <laughs> I am. <laughs> so I have a Halloween joke for you. Go ahead. Why did the ghost go to the pub after work? I think I sort of know the answer, but I'll explain why. But it's it has something to do with... Um, Wanting spirits. 
got to be something about booze. spirits for the booze. Get it? Same booze, concept. booze. Yeah, thank you. I do get it. For the booze. So, <laughs> keep explaining Which it. Which could be booze. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I spent the last 40 minutes before this call online just looking for funny Halloween jokes. And do okay. you know what I learned from that exercise? There are there's no such thing as a really funny Halloween joke. They're all terrible. Dave. Peggy. Halloweeny. I, I swear. You know what? Halloweeny is probably the best one. In fact, that's what's so terrible. I, right. I looked at I looked at so many, including adult jokes that are not appropriate and that I would not have read. And I'm like, none of these are funny. Like, I don't understand why every every Halloween joke is just a one liner. Also. Okay. Why did this? Because, like, you know, sometimes jokes you can make a, a short story into a really right. cool joke. There's nothing, nothing for Halloween. It's just all bad puns. Okay. So I want, I want, I just want to let our audience know I care. I committed to finding a joke. Do you have I one? Re- no, because I, I, I mean, yes, I read about eight hundred of them, and I will, I will not insult our audience by reading them reading any one of them to you and pretending that I think any of them are funny because they're not but I did do my homework all right so you don't think my jokes are funny no 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 let's be clear i think the jokes are terrible i think you're hilarious <laughs> <laughs> so it's worth it for me to have you tell a terrible joke laugh hysterically and then explain the terrible joke, which I do understand in mind-numbing detail to me. All right. That's all very good. And I because think our audience appreciates it. Booze, they... Right. All right. Yeah, understood. Yeah. The ghost, he goes for the booze, but it could yeah. be booze because it's a pub. All right. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> See, that's funnier than the joke. I think they're funny. I find them amusing. Well, I'm glad. Yes. I'm, I'm really glad that you find them amusing. I mean, maybe it's the quarantine life that this is what my life has become, but they're kind of a highlight for me when I turn that little window and I learned my new Halloween joke. In the dumpster fire that is 2020, it, it you know, listen, anything that makes you laugh, I'm not going to say don't do it. So did you watch the debate last night? No. I chose not to because I knew that it would infuriate me, and I'm not saying that with any particular direction at one candidate or the other. I just knew that it would infuriate me. And I also, I I know who I'm going to vote for and nothing right. either of the candidates says or does will have any impact on me. As I said to one friend last night, I don't care who quote wins the debate. Yeah. Who wins the debate is absolutely immaterial to me because I've already made up my mind. So um, I don't think that's being closed-minded. I think that's being logical about how not to lose your mind in a pretty stressful time overall so yeah i won't watch the others i had to watch it because robbie had to watch it for school um i i i venture to guess that the teacher kind of regrets that assignment (laughs) well Um, who would have known i mean i did read i did read summaries this morning and and was and I saw a really interesting article, actually, that I was reading just before I started looking at Halloween jokes that aren't funny. And it was talking about how the uh, debate commission is 
in a highly unusual move, um, strongly considering revamping the debate rules in a substantial way between now and the next debate. Oh, they which, need to, because they weren't followed at all. Correct. I mean, was, and I don't, I don't know why they just don't shut off the mic. Just shut off the mic. I think shutting off the mics is really complicated. Or just um, do it through, have them do it through Zoom and just mute the person. You could do that. Um, I, I certainly think that, I, I don't think having two people in the same room and muting one of them is all that practical. I think the other mic will probably still pick up yeah. the other person um, and be just as distracting in its own way. Um, listen, there was a really good, uh, really good article. Some reporter actually caught, uh, caught, was it Mike Wallace who did the, who, Chris mm -hmm. Wallace. I forget which one. It's the, there's a father and a son. I forget yeah, which it's one. Yeah, it's the, the father, I think. No, this is the son. All right. I don't know. It's one of them. Uh, oh, yeah, because the, the one is really old. Was well, not the really old one. Yeah, I think it's Chris. I think it's, I don't know. I'm revealing my own ignorance, but I didn't watch the debate. Anyway, the moderator for last night's debate um, was interviewed and just talked about how mortified he was, how, what a horrible experience it was, and saying, you know, in retrospect, there were a lot of things I could have and probably should have done better. But in the moment, he said, I just couldn't believe it was happening. And yeah. and he talked about thinking that it was just going to be that it would settle down and it wasn't. And then trying to figure out how do you interject without being perceived as um, unfair to one side or the other. And mm -hmm. so I, I totally get that. Like when, you know, not that I've done anything comparable, but when you're speaking, when you're in a public forum and things aren't going well, you can feel it not going well. Yeah. And it's very hard. It's really hard to claw that back and get yourself into a good place because your mind starts racing. Um, and basically his comment was, I'm, I, I feel awful because it was not a useful experience for anyone who watched it. Mm -hmm. said there's this is not what it should have been it was a huge missed opportunity but i also thought it was i i thought the attitude he had was exactly how i would have felt if something like that had happened to me or or how people should feel which is i prepared i did the best i could it mm -hmm. totally didn't work and yeah. so i'm really upset that it didn't work but it wasn't because i wasn't trying it was because right. it didn't work um i i will say that max came down um Kara and I were finishing up a movie as the debate uh was going on and he came down and he said you can't believe what's going on and he just started describing his you know his mm -hmm. read on it and um I thought he was exaggerating now because you know he's he's a kid and he's you know he's not watched a lot of presidential debates before I'm like yeah I'm sure it's not that bad and then when I I just started reading some of the articles immediately after it was over, I was like, "Oh my God, this thing went completely off the rails." It was it was horrible. It was just it was, you know, yeah. Everybody, every American voter is the loser last night in that. But here's here was one of the interesting things. I did see an article right before the debate that said that only six percent of Americans who who were polled who said they were watching the debate. Um, only 6% of the people who said they were going to watch the debate said they were undecided. And that I don't to believe me, that, I don't believe anybody is undecided. That, that's, and you're going exactly where I am, which means functionally, these debates actually don't really have a whole no. lot of meaning. And no. 
all this is now, this is a Roman circus. Mm-hmm. This is just like we're all watching the gladiators go in and, yep. you know, we just we just want to be entertained. And I will share with you that I have a colleague, you know, one of the smarter people I know who told me I'm watching the debate tomorrow, be, tonight, because I'm just going to watch it for the entertainment value. And I was talking, uh, I mentioned that to, to a very close friend of mine, who, you know, college friend of mine, who said, when he heard that, he said, the purpose of a debate is not to be entertained. That's, mm-hmm. and, and, and he was really upset about it. It was like, you know, that's not what this is. And um, the more I thought about it, the more I think that my, the, you know, my old college friend is right. And there isn't a lot of value in this now. This is just no. kind of professional wrestling. And mm-hmm. it's, not, it's not constructive or helpful, unfortunately, for anyone. And, and as you just said, there's no one who's I don't think there's really anyone out there who's truly not a large enough percentage of the electorate is out there saying, I'm not I'm really not sure. I don't know who these candidates are. These debates are not going to believe swing for, them. I don't believe for a second that there's anybody that is undecided at this point. They may not want to admit who they're voting for and they may say undecided to, to create a, a buffer between them and what they're really going to do. But. I, I think that everybody knows. Yeah. Yep. I agree with that. I agree with that. So, but Robbie watched it and we, we had a nice little conversation about, you know, debate rules and why it's important when you're in those forums to follow the rules, see what happens when you don't. Um, then we had a conversation about how it's not effective to scream because the message is really lost and the elevating your voice and becoming angry does not help the message be conveyed so we had we were i was able to spin it constructively so that he got some life lessons out of it but he got nothing politically out of it yeah i don't think anyone did no so oh well next time i'll watch reruns of the big bang theory it'll be more entertaining i might learn more too there you go all right great talking to you peggy you too we'll talk tomorrow bye Stuck in our home.